0: Numbers chapter 30 verse 1. And Moses told the children of Israel according to all that the Lord commanded Moses. He's finished telling the people all that was said in the last two chapters. 2. And Moses spoke unto the heads of the tribes of the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Three, when a man voweth a vow unto the Lord or sweareth an oath to bind his soul with a bond, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceedeth out of his mouth. Moses is saying, if you're a man and you make a solemn vow to the Lord, which would include shaving your head, giving an offering, all that stuff. There's a whole ritual involved with it. But whenever they made a vow to the Lord, they're making him a promise. They have to keep it. They cannot back down and say, oh God, I changed my mind. It's not going to work out. You have to be real careful. Don't make a vow unless you can fulfill it. Say they're making a vow that they're going to dedicate a child to the Lord, which is what Hannah did with Samuel when she had Samuel. She actually made a vow and dedicated Samuel for Also when a woman voweth a vow unto the Lord, and bindeth herself by a bond, being in her father's house in her youth, meaning that she is under the care of her father, she's a virgin, and her father is in charge of her. Five, and her father heareth her vow, or her bond wherewith she hath bound her soul, and her father holdeth his peace at her, then all her vows shall stand, and every bond wherewith she hath bound her soul shall stand." If you're a virgin living in your father's house and you make a vow to the Lord and your father keeps his mouth shut and doesn't come against it, then you must fulfill that vow. You are totally responsible for fulfilling it. Six, but if her father disallow her in the day that he heareth, none of her vows or of her bonds wherewith she hath bound her soul shall stand and the Lord will forgive her because her father disallowed her. This means that, If in her ignorance or naivete she makes a vow that really isn't a good thing for her to vow and she probably isn't going to be able to keep it and her father hears and he says no I don't allow that because he's in charge of her so he has the authority to disallow the vow and say no no little missy you're not going to do that. In that case she's forgiven by God and God will not hold her to what she said because her father said no. Now this is very loving and very kind because you know there's a lot of immature little girls who have good intentions but they don't have enough knowledge or experience to understand what they're saying and doing sometimes. So a kid who's very zealous may want to make a vow but not understand the full ramifications of what they're saying. Their loving father comes behind them and goes, no, I disallow it. And then God says, okay, I forgive. And so it's loving for both the father of the girl and for God also to say, nope, you're not responsible for that. You don't know what you're doing. This is an awesome law. 7. And if she be married to a husband while her vows are upon her, or the clear utterance of her lips wherewith she hath bound her soul, 8. And her husband hear it, whatsoever day it be that he heareth it, and hold his peace at her, then her vows shall stand, and her bonds wherewith she hath bound her soul shall stand. A woman, if she's married, then her husband has authority over her. So he can either choose to be silent and let the vow stand and be in agreement with it, or he can say, No, my wife didn't quite know what she was saying. I'm going to disallow her. 9. But if her husband disallow her in the day that he heareth it, then he shall make void her vow which is upon her and the clear utterance of her lips, wherewith she hath bound her soul, and the Lord will forgive her. And notice it says in the day. It has to be in the same day because... That way, the husband or the father isn't playing games with God and saying, let's see how it works out first, and if it seems like it's going well, I'll let it stand, and if it seems like it's not going well, then I'll disallow it. No, the husband or the father has to say on the very first day, in his own wisdom, if it should be disallowed. But if the husband disallows it, he knows better too. He knows things that the wife doesn't know. And it isn't because he's smarter. It's because he's more out in the world than she is. And so he knows better what will be the outcome of her keeping that vow. And so he can disallow it and say, No, honey, um, no, that's not a good idea. And then she's forgiven by God, which is totally awesome. 10. But the vow of a widow or of her that is divorced... Even everything wherewith she hath bound her soul, that shall stand against her. If you're widowed or divorced, and there's no man in charge of you, then you have to keep your word, because there's no authority over your head. This is one of the many verses in the Bible that prove that all women do not fall under the authority of all men. Contrary to what a lot of people believe, a woman only falls under the authority of her own father when she's a virgin or her own husband when she's married. The masses and masses and masses of women these days who don't have husbands, they don't have a head over them. That doesn't mean that they can run wild and sin. They still can't sin. They're not supposed to sin. But no man has authority over them unless he's willing to marry her and provide for her needs, then he has authority. See, with authority comes responsibility. You don't get authority without responsibility. So as a man, you don't have authority over a woman unless you are feeding her, housing her, giving her children, giving her a name, and all that stuff. This is also in the New Testament in Paul's letters and i will explain when we get to the new testament but the bible makes it really clear both old and new testament men only have authority over the women who they provide for so in a lot of churches the pastor claims authority over every woman in the church and that's completely antichrist and it is against scripture it will get into it more when we get into the new testament or they'll say in some churches that all of the women are submissive to all of the men absolutely not according to scripture a woman is only submissive to her own husband 11 and if a woman vowed in her husband's house or bound her soul by a bond with an oath 12 and her husband heard it and held his peace at her and disallowed her not meaning he did not disallow her then all her vows shall stand and every bond wherewith she bound her soul shall stand so if she makes any kind of agreement with anybody god or man if her husband doesn't interfere then she has to keep her word. 13. But if her husband make them null and void in the day that he heareth them, then whatsoever proceedeth out of her lips, whether it were her vows or the bond of her soul, shall not stand. Her husband hath made them void, and the Lord will forgive her. The one and only case where you can make a promise and you don't have to keep it is if you're a woman under a man's authority and the man disallows it. That's the one case where you don't have to keep a promise, and in fact you can't because the man over you said no. And this is to protect women and to keep them out of sin. 14, every vow and every binding oath to afflict the soul, her husband may let it stand or her husband may make it void. If her husband in his own wisdom says, that's a good vow, you should definitely fulfill that one, then he can just be silent and she has to fulfill it. Fifteen, but if her husband altogether hold his peace at her from day to day, then he causeth all her vows to stand, or all her bonds which are upon her. And he hath let them stand, because he held his peace at her in the day that he heard them. Sixteen, but if he shall make them null and void after that he hath heard them, then he shall bear her iniquity. Which means that if the husband kept silent, On the day that she made the vow, but then later on, he decides to make her vow null. He still has to pay whatever she vowed. God is saying, you don't get out of it if you didn't make the decision on that day. It keeps the husband from cheating the community. 17. These are the statutes which the Lord commanded Moses between a man and his wife, between a father and his daughter, being in her youth in her father's house. And that concludes Numbers chapter 30.